Hey friends, welcome back to High Five Motherhood. Y'all, summer is almost here and the kids are already busting out the boredom factor. (laughs) I don't know about you, but for some reason, summer fever has just hit the home and everyone is starting to get bored. I don't know if it's the heat or the fact that they want the summer to be here and the school year to be over, but whatever it is, boredom has hit. Today, I want to dive into five simple steps on how to spark their creativity and knock boredom out of the park, okay? It is time to enjoy the summer and to get ready for it and to have fun, right? Not to mention, if you're a work-from-home mom or just need to get things done at home and not be constantly having to be that entertainer, this is a way that is going to help you to get the things done that you need to while the kids can have fun, but also spark their creativity and not just sit there in front of YouTube or video games or screens or whatever, right? They can actually get something out of their day and enjoy things, right? They can enjoy life and learn and be creative and play. It doesn't have to be that they're always in front of a screen. So if you're ready to get rid of screen time from the get-go and actually let them enjoy life and learn while you're able to get things done, then grab a pen and paper and let's dive right in. Mom life, it's worth celebrating. It's filled with opportunities to learn and grow. And we all know there'll be little bumps along the way, but why not have fun and enjoy the little moments as they come? I am passionate about finding ways to make the mundane feel more exciting and spontaneous. It's time we put a little more joy and happiness into our roles as wives, moms, and homemakers. I'm excited for us to learn together how to add more meaning and purpose into our lives through the big five, physical, mental, social, emotional, and spiritual avenues. In a way you could say, let's high five motherhood. This is your host, Kim Montgomery, and you are listening to High Five Motherhood. Friends, summer fever has hit. (laughs) I don't know what is happening, but it seems like as we near the end of the school year, the kids feel it. They want to get out and enjoy summertime, but they're not quite there yet, and they still have to get their tests and activities and different things done for school or extracurricular or whatever it is. And they kind of are hitting burnout. And so they're starting to get bored and not wanting to do a whole lot, right? Well, today we're going to dive into five simple steps on how to spark their creativity and just knock the boredom out of the park. Just get it out of here and help them to learn how to do independent play during quiet time. So whether they are a little toddler or older kids, whatever age you have there at home, we're going to find ways to be able to spark their creativity so they can do independent play while you get things done or while you're able to just take a minute to relax and not have to constantly be their entertainer, right? We're not here to be the cruise ship entertainer. We are here to be the mom that inspires them to do their own things and and create that spark in them so they can have their own creativity. We don't have to always be present for them to be able to be creative, right? Boredom is the master of creativity. So if we let them be bored, but give them just a little inspiration along the way, it will help them to be able to enjoy life without you constantly having to tell them how to do it, (laughs) right? We don't want to have to constantly say, now this is what you do next if you want to have fun. Now you can do this. Now you can do that, right? They need just a little spark, a little bit of guidance, and then they can just flourish in creativity. So I want you to grab a pen and paper and we're going to take some notes and figure out how we can help our kiddos to have a super fun summer by just sparking with a little bit of inspiration to get things going. If you're ready, let's dive right in. 
Hey there, friend. Just wanted to pop in and just let you know that we have a huge, big, massive announcement for High Five Motherhood. It is going to happen in May. So mark your calendars for May 16th through the 18th because it is going to be our first ever masterclass, a live masterclass where we are going to dive into how to help you and your family thrive this summer instead of just be in survival mode. Now, it's called a Thrive Tribe Summer Summit. And in this summit, in this masterclass, you are going to learn all sorts of things that will help you and your family thrive this summer. Things like planning your calendar and your menu ahead of time so you don't have to stress and you can actually just relax and enjoy the summer. Things like routines and systems when it comes to meal prep and cleanup, chores, morning and evening routines for the kids and you mama. Yes, you are going to want some morning and evening routines as well because we all know that we need a little bit of self-care when everyone is at home and you need those breaks. Go over things like strengthening family bonds, how we can bring more purpose and intention to our summer and, and to have fun family traditions where we can actually enjoy time together and look forward to those traditions that we get to do every single year. I want you to learn how to thrive instead of survive by doing pre-planned activities like getaways and play dates ticketed events like going to the zoo. Summer bucket list could be a great thing that could help your family to really thrive this summer when you have things to look forward to, like a family live list for the summer, right? Goal setting, learning new skills, exploring, adventuring, and summer reading and learning, right? This is what the summer is all about. So many fun new adventures and exploration times. Everything can be right here at your fingertips and we can help you to plan it and to make it happen. So if you are ready to not just survive the summer and really, really thrive with your family and have so much fun doing it, not only during the summer, but planning ahead for it and getting excited and getting your family excited to be a part of this thrive mode instead of survival mode, then I want you to get your ticket now. Get your seat. Okay. Sign up now at www.highfivemotherhood.com and sign up for the Thrive Tribe Summer Summit. The seats, there are only a few of them and we only have them available for the next few weeks. So be sure to hop on right now so you don't miss your chance to get one of those seats because they're hot, they're going, and they're going to go fast. I hope that you get to be there with us and join us because it's going to be amazing. I can't wait to see you there. Okay, so I want you to think about Toddlers, they have all these different things for toddlers, right? Busy bags and quiet books and bins and all these different things, right? But the older kids tend to need a little direction sometimes too, but we don't necessarily always know that they need it. And so we just get really frustrated with the, I'm bored, mom, right? Like it's the worst saying, no mom wants to hear that. It's like, you're bored? Oh, you have nothing to do? We have a pool, we have a playground, we have chalk, we have games, we have toys, we have books, we have, you know, all the things you can think of and you're bored. That's interesting, right? Now, the thing that is interesting about boredom is it's not like they don't have a ton of things to do. It's just that all of these things around them are old and they've used them in the same ways over and over and over and they get bored of them, right? So instead of going out and buying a whole ton of new things, we're going to hit a little new spin, a little twist on their old items to create a new spark, something that makes them excited to reuse that old item again. They just need to be inspired a little bit, just like me and you, right? With this podcast, I, as I'm trying to create episodes and different things, sometimes I just hit that block. It's kind of like a writer's block when you're writing a book and you just lose your sense of creativity. And I think, you know, what am I going to do a podcast episode on? What do moms want to hear? What is so important? What, uh, I don't know what to do, right? And you get stressed and you're frustrated and you don't know necessarily what to do, right? 
kids are the same way. They're going to need some sort of inspiration now and then, and we can be that little spark of inspiration to help that creativity to move along. We are going to dive into five tips and we're going to figure out how to make this happen so that our kids can have a little inspiration and be able to do the rest of it on their own. And you don't have to constantly be the one to entertain them. A little prep work ahead of time is going to make your summer go way more smoothly. So if you're ready for this, let's go. Okay. Step number one, you are going to do a simple mind sweep of seven different categories. Okay. So you're going to take your paper and divide it into seven different columns. We love columns. We love mind sweeps here at the podcast. So grab a paper, divide it into seven columns, and you're going to label at the top. First one will be creativity. Second will be reading. Third will be fine motor development. Four will be spiritual training or some sort of like spirituality, religious, you know, things having to do with being a good person and God and religion, those kinds of things, however, whatever you want to call it. Um, five is math, six is sensory play, and seven is outdoor exploration. Okay. So these seven categories, you are going to create a master list of ideas in each of these seven categories of things that you have around the house or, or things that you know they like to do or whatever that would maybe spark their creativity in these certain categories. Okay. For example, if you were to do a sensory play bin of some sort, you would do something like maybe a package of expired pasta noodles, right? And some of their favorite figurine toys or something like that, or cars, you know, like little matchbox cars or something. And you can put them all in the same bin and then you will label it and give a little simple instructions on it. And they have a whole bin that they can play with for like the next hour or two, but you just gave a new spin, a new twist on old things. They already play with the cars all the time or the figurines or whatever it is that they're playing with. Right. But you just added some pasta to it. And all of a sudden it makes it a more enjoyable bin. Now this is something that works for a little kid, right? But there are are bin ideas that you can do for older children that might kind of be a little bit more unique and more fun. So it could be something as simple as Play-Doh. It could be something like watercolor or drawing or painting, or I don't know, tons of different activities. It could even be like a physical exercise bin, right? Where you give them different opportunities to do, you know, push-ups and burpees and running and jumping and jump rope and whatever it is and having them do like a competition with each other or by themselves and see if they can beat certain times or whatever, right? You can make it fun for any age group. You can kind of adjust it to whatever age level you have there at home. Okay. So let's get into step number two. Step number two, I want you to look through and gather what you have to work with. So work with what you have at home is step number two. Okay. So we're not going to go straight out to the store and just start buying everything. We don't need to do that. We can work with what we have. Okay. Work with what you have at home. Just gather up all the old toys that they play with all the time, things that they love to use, but maybe just are starting to get dull to them because they've used them so much. Okay. Things like toys or craft or art supplies, outdoor equipment, summer fun things like sand and water toys, bubbles, chalk, books, science experiment type things, anything you can think of that your kids might enjoy, little travel magnet games or whatever, right? Just kind of come up with some things that they might like to do and just put a little new spin on them. Okay, so start gathering things. Look at what you have at home and gather those items up and kind of bring them all together in one location, like on a table or somewhere where you can kind of create an assembly line to start filling your bins. Step number three, you are going to head to the store now. Now you know kind of what bins you're going to use. You, I'm sorry, you know what types of things you're going to have in your bins, right? And you know what you have to work with. Now you're going to head to the store and get the few extra things that maybe you might need to go along with these 
bins and ideas that you maybe don't have yet. Or maybe you have everything you need and you just need to get the bins and the cards, right? So at the store, you are going to go get just like a, a 10 pack of those clear plastic shoe bins that have the little lids on them. They, they generally come in like a five or 10 pack, something like that. You choose how many bins you want. Don't feel like you have to get this huge pack. You could just get like one or two if that's what works for you and just kind of rotate things through as needed. But I tell you, it will be easier if you have a few more bins so that you can just fill them all up and have them ready to go. And then you can just rotate through and do, you know, one or two bins a week or something like that for them to use during quiet time. Um, or just any time that you want them to be able to just kind of burst out of boredom, right? It doesn't necessarily have to be quiet time specific, but sometimes you just need a little moment to be able to get something done and don't want to turn on that screen. So this is a great alternative to screen time. So you get your bins and then you're going to get a pack of three by five cards so that you can write kind of the title of what that particular bin is going to be and what's going to be in it as in like the instructions on, on how to use what's in the bin, right? So make sure you have three by five cards in your bins and then any extra supplies you need, whether it be a few craft little items or some toys or summer fun type things, you know, bubbles, chalk, all that kind of stuff, whatever it is that you need to get, get it there at the dollar store, at Walmart. You can even grab it on Amazon. If you're not feeling like getting out of the house, it's okay. Just order online if you just don't have the time, right? Whatever it is that you need to do, but just grab those few items. And if you already have bins at home, great. If you already have three by five cards at home, sweet. You don't have to go to the store, right? You can totally just use and work with what you have at home. You can even use things like shoe boxes or you know, diaper boxes or cereal boxes, whatever it is that you have to work with, like gallon plastic bags, if that's what you have, whatever you have, it does not have to be a bin, but that just kind of is an idea that you can use. But think of anything that you can kind of contain all of your different items in there and still let them be able to work with it. A bin is a nice idea just because it's open and they're able to see what's inside and work with what's inside if they are needing to play with whatever is in the box as the box is kind of their um, desk area, if you will. Okay, so let's get into tip number four. Hey there, friend. Just wanted to pop in and just let you know that we have a huge, big, massive announcement for High Five Motherhood. It is going to happen in May. So mark your calendars for May 16th through the 18th because it is going to be our first ever masterclass, a live masterclass where we are going to dive into how to help you and your family thrive this summer instead of just be in survival mode. Now, it's called a Thrive Tribe Summer Summit. And in this summit, in this masterclass, you are going to learn all sorts of things that will help you and your family thrive this summer. Things like planning your calendar and your menu ahead of time so you don't have to stress and you can actually just relax and enjoy the summer. Things like routines and systems when it comes to meal prep and cleanup, chores, morning and evening routines for the kids and you mama. Yes, you are going to want some morning and evening routines as well because we all know that we need a little bit of self-care when everyone is at home and you need those breaks. Go over things like strengthening family bonds, how we can bring more purpose and intention to our summer and, and to have fun family traditions where we can actually enjoy time together and look forward to those traditions that we get to do every single year. I want you to learn how to thrive instead of survive by doing pre-planned activities like getaways and playdates, ticketed events like going to the zoo, 
summer bucket list could be a great thing that could help your family to really thrive this summer when you have things to look forward to, like a family live list for the summer, right? Goal setting, learning new skills, exploring, adventuring, and summer reading and learning, right? This is what the summer is all about. So many fun new adventures and exploration times. Everything can be right here at your fingertips and we can help you to plan it and to make it happen. So if you are ready to not just survive the summer and really, really thrive with your family and have so much fun doing it, not only during the summer, but planning ahead for it and getting excited and getting your family excited to be a part of this thrive mode instead of survival mode, then I want you to get your ticket now. Get your seat, okay? Sign up now at www.highfivemotherhood.com and sign up for the Thrive Tribe Summer Summit. The seats, there are only a few of them and we only have them available for the next few weeks. So be sure to hop on right now so you don't miss your chance to get one of those seats because they're hot, they're going, and they're going to go fast. I hope that you get to be there with us and join us because it's going to be amazing. I can't wait to see you there. Step number four, create an assembly line. This is the easiest, like simplest part of it where you are just going to lay out all your bins on like a table, for example, and you are going to fill them with the different supplies that you have to work with or that you got at the store or whatever. And then you are going to take the little cards and you are going to write down the name of the bin that it is. Like say it is a, um, you've decided this is a construction bin, right? And you're going to fill it with some Tonka trucks and like all the little, um, what do you call them? Excavators and dump trucks and things like that. Like just little ones, you know, and then some pebbles and rocks or whatever, sand, whatever it is you want to put in there. Rice, like you could really do anything and you just let them have that be a sensory bucket, right? So you could put like construction sensory bin and your instructions are to, you know, fill the diggers with sand and pour them into other diggers or to have them dig to try to find a certain color of pebble or, you know, whatever it is, you kind of make up your own instructions and just kind of put a new spin on that same old toy. Okay, let's get into step number five. Okay, so step number five, now you're going to put your lids on all your bins and you are going to put them away and have it be a rotation system where you only pull out one bin per quiet time or per week or however you want to structure it. It's up to you. It's customizable. That's the best part about it is you choose your own adventure, right? We're all about choosing your own adventure here at High Five Motherhood because every single family is going to be different. What their dynamic is of the ages of their children, how often they're going to be doing quiet times, for how long, what kind of stuff their children are interested in, all the things. So that's why it's important to do that mind sweep of ideas of what you think your kids would like, because it's obviously going to be different than what my kids would like versus another mom, etc. You take your bins, you close them up and make sure the labels are facing towards usually the short end of the box is the be best way to have it. Or you can even tape it to the inside of the front end of the box so that nothing can, you know, rip or peel it off, but you know exactly what's in it. And then just store them on a shelf. If you have like some sort of shelf that you can kind of put them away on, um, out of, out of reach, uh, you know, and out of, out of your view. So you don't have to see them all the time, but it gives you an opportunity to be able to rotate and you can even number them, you know, and, and say, this is box number one, this is box number two or whatever. And so as you go through the summer, you know, what bins you have used, it's like, say you're maybe on box number seven or something like that. Then, you know, the next time you go to pull another one out, you, you don't have to be like, Oh, did we use this one? Did we not? You just go to box number eight, right? And the rotation system is something that you can set up. You can decide if you want to do one bin a week, one bin a day, you know, a few bins per day, whatever it is that you want to do, you choose. But ideally, it would probably be best to stick with maybe one bin for the week so you can have these 10 bins last you for all summer long, right? 
and you may only have to use the bin maybe twice in the summer, so it still keeps it exciting. The less you use it, the more excitement stays with it. The more you use it, the less exciting it gets and they become bored quicker. So just think through that and decide what works for you. But maybe for, you know, the first week you might go through a, a few more bins than normal. Um, or maybe you'll go through less because they're really excited to try something totally new, right? But just kind of play it by ear and figure it out. And if need be, you can always switch up the sensory bins and just switch what's inside it or switch up the instructions. So say you're wanting to have them play with Play-Doh and you have instructions that you want them to, you know, build a castle with their Play-Doh or you want them to make a really beautiful birthday cake or whatever, right? You can switch it up and say, hey, you know, I actually want you to make this really cool car and you have to use three different colors and it has to be, you know as high as one of the Play-Doh containers or something like you can totally make up whatever you want. um, Another idea was to do like cupcake wars where they pretend like they are in like a cooking competition and with their um, Play-Doh, they decide to try to make the coolest cupcake and then mom is the judge of who wins and then they get a treat or something, you know, it can be whatever you want it to be, but just kind of make it fun. So get those lids on and choose to set up your rotation system, how you want it to be and then you're ready to go. And you have all these boredom buster bins ready to go at any moment to spark their creativity. So you can get some things done and they're able to play and learn and educate themselves during this time. This could be something that could be really beneficial for their education to keep them kind of um, their skills sharpened during the summer. So they're not, you know, running low on them when it comes to the school year and school starts back up. You can have things like math cubes and um, noodles or I don't know, shape tiles or different things that you can have them count, right? You can do counting, you can do letters, you can do reading, writing, right? You can, I mean, you can do things having to do with like bugs or science or let them learn about nature or whatever. Like there's so many things that they can do. You just have to kind of start finding ways to spark that creativity. Look around and work with what you have. And if you see something, you're not sure what to do with it, go on Pinterest, go on Google and try to search some ideas of what can I do? You know, what, what, um, sensory bucket ideas or what creative play or quiet play activities can I do with these things? Right. And you'll come up with all sorts of ideas. So just do some brainstorming, figure it out and choose some fun ideas to get your kids excited about They're old things. Make the old things new by just sparking a little bit of creativity by inspiring them through these bins. Thank you so much for listening. I hope this benefited you and helped you out in some way. And if if it did, please feel free to share it with a friend because sharing is caring, right? And that's how we're able to help so many more women out here. We are a team, right? We are a bunch of moms that are learning together. And at High Five Motherhood, we're trying to build this community of moms helping moms, right? So if you want some more ideas, invite other moms and you guys can come together and join our Thrive Tribe Summer Summit, which is happening so shortly. Seats are only available for so long. So make sure you get yours today so that you have it reserved and ready to go and don't miss out on this amazing masterclass. It is so cheap. It is ridiculous. Like it is not going to cost you hardly anything, which is the best part about it. It's just this simple mini course, two days for just a few hours each, if I can even talk (laughs) around nap time. And it will make it so that you have some ideas and some plans for the summer to make your summer go smoothly and you can enjoy having your kids at home and it doesn't have to be that you're riding the struggle bus all summer long. You can actually thrive with your kiddos at home. Yes, all of them at home 
all summer long. So if you're ready for that, come join the Thrive Tribe Summer Summit. You can sign up at www.highfivemotherhood.com. There's a sign up right there when you get on. Make sure you register and don't forget to complete your registration with your checkout form and everything because some people have been signing up and forgetting to finish registration by checking out with their credit card or debit card or whatever it is they have for online pay. And it's important to make sure that you you make your payment so that it finishes the checkout process. So don't miss out. I promise you it's worth it. It comes with an amazing workbook and printables that will last you for years to come. These printables are custom designed for you, mama, with you and your sweet little families in mind to help your summer to be the best summer yet. So if you are ready to do this, don't wait. Please go there, sign up now, and join with a friend. Make this a fun ladies' night out girls afternoon, whatever you want to call it, have a play date, have the kids come and play together while you are able to get in this fun little summit or put them down for naps and just enjoy it online, watching it at the same time and you can discuss it later or whatever you want to do, but make this a fun event for you and a friend. Thank you so much for listening and I cannot wait to talk to you next time, mama. Enjoy your week and we'll see you next time. Okay, to wrap up real quick, let's do a recap. One, do a mind sweep in the seven different categories, creating a master list of ideas for each category. Two, work with what you have at home. Don't feel like you have to go out and buy everything. Work with what you have first and then only get what you actually need. Number three, head to the store, get your bins, your three by five cards and any extra supplies you might need. Number four, create an assembly line. This is where you label your cards and you fill your bins up and put each card and add instructions to each bin so they know what it is that they're about to do, the activity that you've created for them. Number five, create a rotation system where you put the numbers on each corner of the card so we know what number you're starting with and how many you know different bins you have is how many numbers you're going to use. For example, if you have 10 bins, you will have 10 numbers. One number will go on each card. Then you will put the card inside the bin, put the lid on, put it in a shelf, and you'll be able to use that as your rotation system, choosing to do one two, three, however many bins you want per week, per day, per time block, whatever, and create your own rotation system. Hey friends, well, that is a wrap for today. I just want to let you know that we are not on Instagram or Facebook for the next 30 days. Okay. See you later. Social media for 30 days. We're taking a little break. We want to get into building up our website and our Pinterest and all the different things. So if you are looking for us, you can totally still click on our link in our bio on Instagram, and it will take you to all the different sources of where we are currently doing our content. Okay. So you can check us out at the podcast here on Apple Podcasts podcast or whatever podcast platform you listen to. If you want to check out our blog or website or shop, it's all at www.highfivemotherhood.com. And we are now on Pinterest. So start pinning y'all. Like it is so exciting. I cannot wait for you to see all of the beautiful pins. Our graphic designer has designed. She has done such an amazing job. They are so gorgeous. And there's so many fun tips and tricks in there for you and free printables and all the things. So go ahead and check us out at High Five Mother on Pinterest as well. Thank you so much for listening. I am so excited to see you in a new way for the next 30 days. We're off social media, but we are here to serve you through the podcast, our website, blog, and shop, as well as Pinterest. So thank you so much for listening and we will see you next time.